No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday and the doctor is in the house. Hopefully you guys can hear me. I am ready to go and we got some conversation to go after. We're going to be talking um, about the stimulus check because that is on everyone's mind about where your refunds might be or if you have some issues with the IRS, which direction we need to go. If you want to join the show, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. And why don't we go ahead and go right to the phones. We've got Tony that's uh, called before the show has started. So let's start with Tony. Dr. Friday. Hey, Tony. Dr. Friday, you uh, you stated my call. I'm on Social Security. Don't file income tax. Uh, get direct deposit for my Social Security. Haven't seen any money. Went online, and they say there's not enough information about me. Do, do you have any insight as to what's happening? Well, I do. It's probably not what we're going to hear, but um, thank you for calling because this is a question that is on a lot of people's minds, not just yours. Um, We're probably getting at least 10 phone calls a day. So here's what we're hearing from Social Security. You're not getting your check, Tony, directly from the IRS. It's going to be going through the Social Security the same way you get your monthly checks. Those checks were delayed waiting for non-filers to get, um, especially non-filers with children in their homes. So they started issuing them about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Um, to to them, the IRS is issuing five million checks a week. You are. Um, obviously, like I said, Social Security and IRS are both issuing these. They're going to be issuing all the way up till September. So I know everyone's like, oh, everyone else got mine, but I didn't get one. There's a millions of people that yet haven't gotten them, Tony. So you are on the list. But, you know, unfortunately, I can't tell you the website is more confusing to individuals, in my opinion, in some ways than helpful because getting a thing saying there's not enough information or the information you're putting in doesn't match um, is more frustrating than helpful. So, um, again, Social Security doesn't issue the checks themselves, but they're using the same banking information. So keep an eye. I can tell you that as of about 10 days ago or thereabouts, whatever, Wednesday, about a week from last Wednesday, several of my own personal clients called me and said that they had received, and these are people that are only on Social Security, non-filers, uh, that, um, and, and they did receive them. So I know that it has started with Social Security, but I think, I don't know how many people are on Social Security, but um, a large number. So I'm assuming it's going to spread out, Tony. If, but I get direct deposit. Will I get it direct deposit or a check? Absolutely. No, you will get it direct deposit in the same account number that you have under your Social Security uh, where you're getting your payments every month. Oh, okay. So they haven't just uh, poo-pooed me and kicked me out then, right? No, it just sort of feels like, <laughs> why is everyone else getting in and I'm not? And that's what, you know, that's it. And I know a lot of people, you know, could use the money. Don't get me wrong. But um, yes, it's just that, you know, not to make excuses on the half of the IRS, but can, can you imagine 180 million people getting checks at one time? 
that's something that can be issued out. And there's a lot of mistakes. I know some people are calling and telling me they haven't gotten their kids money or they got too much or people have passed away. My initial answer on that has changed, but thank you, Tony, because that is going to be a huge topic today. And uh, I appreciate you starting the ball rolling and hopefully answering some of the people's questions. Hey, thanks. Thanks Thanks for taking that topic. I appreciate it. No problem. Okay, so we're going to continue on that topic a little bit. Um, If you want to join the show, you certainly can. 615-737-9986. 615-737-9986. So we do know now, according to the IRS, and I'm not going to tell you there's a lot of dispute about this, but according to the IRS, if someone has received a check for someone that has passed away in the year of 2019 or prior. I had one person call and said they got a check for someone in 2018. So if they passed away in 19 or earlier, those funds are supposed to be refunded back to the IRS. You're supposed to write void on them and send them. If it comes in electronic format, you're supposed to issue a check back to the IRS. Uh, They're saying that people that have passed away should not be receiving money in 2019 because the reconciliation is happening in 2020. Therefore, those individuals will not be filing tax returns. Now, for some reason, if that um, a state is filing a tax return in 2020, uh, depending on the time of death and everything else, um, or anyone that passed away in 2020, that will be the case. Uh, you'll do the reconciliation and you can keep the refund. If you had a child in 2019 or 20, especially if you didn't file for 2019 or 20, you will do the reconciliation for that on your 2020 tax return. So there will not be, here's the biggest thing, there will not be a second check to you because the IRS did not pick up somebody that they should have in your household. It's when you file your 2019 tax return or your 2020 tax return next year, it will reconcile at that time and it will show as a credit. One of the questions we do not know is if you owe the IRS money, will it still be able to be given to you like right now. If you owe the IRS money, you should still be receiving the stimulus check. They are not holding. The only reasons they're holding back the stimulus checks are if you have back child support, and they're not really holding it. They're just paying it towards your child support instead of towards your personal pocket. It's going to pay $1,200 of your back child support. Um, If you uh, haven't filed 2018 and 2019 and you are required to file taxes, then, then you're not going to get the stimulus check. Um, and if you're not a U.S. citizen, you're not going to get a stimulus check. And if someone claims you as a dependent, this is a huge year for us because tax people are looking at things a little different. Normally we're looking at, Hey, my adult parent or adult child lives at home. They're not working. I'm, I'm, I'm providing more than 50% of their support. I'm claiming them as a dependent, getting the $500 credit. Um, But in 2019, we have reevaluated possibly that adult child is earning enough money, 6,000 or 7,000. And so they're claiming themselves instead of even getting 500, the household's getting 1,200 and they're, they're claiming themselves or a person on social security that may live in the same house. And all these years we've claimed them as a dependent because legitimately you can, because social security is not considered earnings this year. You may not claim mom that lives in the house or whatever, because she would not, um, she'll qualify for the 1200 or dad, whatever versus the $500 credit. So again, um, a lot of interesting changes, um, conversations and adjustments that are being made, uh, to accommodate this stimulus check. And when we are doing that, um, all in all, as far as I'm concerned, there was about six weeks that the internal revenue service was closed. 
period, not moving, uh, phone calls not happening. I've been told I haven't had, um, I will be honest, many of the representatives have called me because we have open cases. They seem to be still working, but the phone system, the, the customer service side has not been working. Um, and I'm told that it's reopened, but I know many times um, they're being told to call their tax person or being told to call because I'm getting quite a few calls for individuals. I'm not even their tax person, but I, I have no problem. I'm just saying I can't answer a lot of the questions because the stimulus has nothing at all to do with taxes. Um, besides the fact that you have to file 18 or or 19 taxes to qualify if you are a filer that requires that. So, and I guess I need them. Uh, I have a, a text here where someone says, does everybody get the stimulus? And the answer is no, not everyone's going to get the stimulus. If you're single and you're making more than $98,000, you're not going to see a stimulus. If you're married and you're making more than $198,000, you're not going to see the stimulus. Um, I have many people that, you know, they've heard, you know, everyone's supposed to be getting the stimulus check or whatever, but it isn't for everyone. Some of us will never get the stimulus check and that's cool. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're going to figure out how to make sure that all the people that are in need. And we're also going to talk a little bit about unemployment. I've been doing quite a bit on news channel five plus, um, with Nick bears. And, um, we, we know a little bit more about some of the unemployment as far as how, when, or where, um, and you know, PPP money's coming, which a lot of you guys have heard those terms because your employer has called you and said, I'm going to go to work or they want you to come back to work and you're sitting there going, should I, if I don't, what's going to happen? So we need to figure out exactly how that's going to affect you. And, and if you have any other situation, um, let's go ahead and take that uh, call from Alan real quick. And then we'll, uh, probably hit the break. Hey, Alan, thanks for calling. Thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, my father is 88. My mother's 84. They are in assisted living. And my mother has dementia to the point where we are now having to, by we, I mean my sisters and I, having to pay uh, for a private sitting, uh, a private sitter a, uh, agency to sit with mom. Uh, is that deductible? It will not be deductible, unfortunately, um, unless one person's providing more than 50% of their care, it's being split between siblings. It's not going to equal out. Um, it may be smarter in some ways to, and, and I'm assuming is mom only on social security or do, I mean, since mom and dad don't have the money, I'm assuming that they're on a fixed income. That's correct. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, so it, it could be a possibility of, you know, each year one person, pays the bill versus splitting in between all of you. I don't know the situation, uh, but that would be something to look at that way each year, that person that paid the bill may be able to claim the mother and then claim the medical deduction. Claim the mother as a dependent. Correct. Because they're providing more than 50% of the care. So you might be able to qualify for that and then be able to have medical, but it also would depend on the person's income because you lose the first 10%, well, 7.5 under the current of, so if you make a hundred thousand, the first $7,500 is out the door before you even get a dollar. And then you still have to meet the standard, uh, the itemizing, which is if you're married over $24,400. So it's not easy to use medical period as far as I'm concerned. Can it, can it be split? Well, I'm out then. Uh, can I, can right. I, can it be split between siblings, two siblings? It could be. Um, and I mean, in essence, if you sit down and make an actual plan and, you know, there's nothing wrong with you, Alan, gifting the medical to one of your siblings, it's less than $15,000. In theory, you could gift that to them and they could qualify 
for the cost. There is ways of working around the system, but the person with the lowest income would be the person that would benefit because the higher income people aren't going to benefit no matter what you do. Unless so if, you're into the, if, you, if you're well into the six figures, uh, no soap. In my opinion, no, because, I mean, I don't know how okay. much you're paying, so I'm winging the conversation, but I'm assuming that you're not paying $50,000 a year to no. do this. So my opinion, if you're in the six figures or higher, I think, you know, you're looking at having to have more than, you know, 7500 and then twenty four. so you have to have more than $35,000 to even really qualify for a dollar of additional deduction than you're getting already. I appreciate because, very much your time. Thanks very much. No problem. Thank you. All righty. And that's a great question um, because, you know, medical is not one of those things um, that you can easily itemize as far as I'm concerned. So it's it's difficult with a gentleman or someone that might be making more than enough money, um, you know, or I shouldn't say, you know, making more than 100000 which the government considers on the right side, then you're probably in trouble. Okay. Why don't we, I'm not too sure, but I'm assuming we need to head towards a break, but possibly not. I'll keep talking until you tell me. Um, but we're going to um, come back and we're going to talk more about how and what the choices you have uh, to say to your employer if they're offering you work and what the employer is doing. So you think, well, hey, I always won't tell the uh, unemployment that I've been offered a job may come back to bite you. Um, quite a few cases have very come up where people are, um, employers are turning in your name and number and uh, your name and social security number to the unemployment department to tell them that you have decided not to work or come back to work. You do have a few options, reasons that you can use not to have it. But other than that, um, you really are going to need to make sure that you have everything going forward to, you know, to, to justify the situation. So, um, we're going to take a break in about a minute. So sorry, I'm reading that out. Um, we're going to be able to move forward. So you want to join the show 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. Today, we're really going to kind of talk about what people need to know, what part of unemployment is going to be taxable, what part of the stimulus, if any, is taxable? And the answer is none of the money from stimulus is going to be taxable. So I don't want to put anyone into a panic. Stimulus is not taxable, but unemployment is taxable. So if for some reason you go back to work and you've already been receiving this money, it's something that we're going to need to make sure that we're going to be going into and that you've set aside some of the money. Last thing you want to do is finally make it through this COVID and then have Uncle Sam turn around and say, voila, now you owe us money and their penalties and interest can be extremely painful. All right, well, we go to a quick break. That way we can get to the phone lines and we can get to more of the questions that are coming up. If you've got anything, six. We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday show. Check two, two. All right, we are back here live. And if you've got questions, the number you want to reach is 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. And Taylor is going to be busy today, apparently. Um, all right, so we're going to, um, between the phone calls, and, and he's going to be typing, why don't we go ahead and start with whoever is first. I guess it is Jim. Hey, good, good afternoon. I had a quick question for you. I've been reading about 
We recently, uh, fortunately, ranged out of the Roth IRA. Um, I believe it's like two, uh, two, 205000 per year. Right. And uh, we recently ranged out. And I've been reading about you can do a non-taxable, I'm going to call it regular IRA, and and then just convert the money from that into a Roth. Is that true? You can, but at your income bracket, I'm not sure if that's part. Because you're at what the twenty two percent tax bracket? So uh, I mean I I'm not a financial about, planner, I'm a tax person. Okay. Um, you know, anything over a hundred, yeah, it, it could be depending well, it depends on your income. Either way, twenty two to twenty four doing a conversion may not be the smartest thing, you know, to be quite honest. I mean, I know the Roth is a sweet thing when you hit retirement, but your hope is that you won't be at the twenty four percent tax bracket. But as fast as Congress and Senate is spending money, twenty four may be the lowest tax bracket we're looking at, Jim. Um, have absolutely no idea. But normally and again, I'm not financial, but from the tax standpoint, we normally keep people as close as we can to the twelve to twenty two. If you're in the twenty four, twenty six, twenty eight bracket, I'm thinking that you you could possibly you know, just contribute to a regular 401k or IRA, which would defer it. And then when you get ready to get closer to retirement and you have a little lower income or a lower year, look at a conversion. You can do conversions whenever. Yeah. Okay. So we could do the conversion once we retire. Yeah. But then it's not going to grow tax free if it's in a taxable IRA, correct? Right. I mean, you can do conversions. I mean, you sound like you're fairly young. So I think there's a point between now and when you hit 70 or 67 or whatever your retirement age is, um, you know, full Social Security age, at least for retirement. You might have a few years between point one. I mean, normally between, you know, 35 to 55 is your highest earning years. Do the conversions from 55 to 67. That way you're still growing partially, you know, tax free. But also like right now, a lot of people are looking at because their their portfolios have kind of bombed, right? They're really low. Sure. So now is the time that people are looking at doing conversions because we all know eventually it's going to come back and then it will all grow as a tax-free situation. So I'm not saying there isn't good times and bad times, but I would definitely sit down with a financial planner of some sort and get uh, good advice because from my standpoint, I'm thinking 24% tax seems high, but it might be that your portfolio is really low right now. So it may be a good time for you to do that, but most of my portfolio people are not doing that for other individuals. So let me just say that. Then what do I do with the money that I was, what would you suggest from a tax perspective with the money that I was currently, the I don't know what is $500 a month or something that I was, or 600 a month, I was saving and putting in the Roth. What would you suggest I do with that money instead well, then right now? I mean, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, if you've outside the, the Roth, you can still do a portfolio. I mean, you could, it's not going to grow tax free. Okay. The Roth is the only thing that's going to grow tax free. So if you don't want to use a Roth, you can still do a 401k or a SEP. I don't know if you're self-employed or an employee. Are you an employee or self-employed? No, I'm employed. Um, okay. So you'd have to do a 401. Do they have a 401k at work? Yes. Okay. No, you can no, do no, a no, I don't. I don't. Oh, I don't. You don't. Okay, so if you don't have a 401k at work, you can do a simple IRA or an IRA. Both of them, I think a simple, you can actually put a little bit more money. They would all be tax deferred, just so you know what I'm talking about. And you should still yeah. qualify for tax deferred. Then why wouldn't I want to transfer it into the Roth, though? Because of the, I mean, a 4% swing in taxes, you're saying? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, again, if you sat down and you're figuring, okay, right now everything's really low. So if it's going to come back and it's going to grow a lot faster in the Roth, that's possible. But the, the fact is, is over 20, 30 years you're looking at and 
Most of the people aren't sure what taxes are going to do. But again, I'm not a financial planner, but from the tax standpoint, most financial planners are looking for lower conversion rates uh, when they're talking. I would definitely talk to somebody that's a financial planner before you make that choice. You can't contribute directly to the Roth, but in answer to your question, you can convert every year if you wanted to. Okay. As Very much good. as you want. It. Up to, uh, I think, 100000 or something. But yeah, you can okay. convert anyhow. All right? You got it. Thank babe. you. Thanks. All righty. Let's keep going. Let's go up to number first person, Houston. We're going to go to Houston. Hi, yes. Hello. I was wondering, uh, as a college student, I'm a college student, and about the stimulus check and the requirements of that. Okay. Um, do you work? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. So do you file taxes every year? I filed them in 2019. Okay. Prior to that, was your parents claiming you, or did your parents claim you in 19 or 18? Or I believe my mo- my mother did uh, claim me in 2018. Okay. So depending on when you filed or when she's filed, your stimulus will be issued. But the fact is, based on 18, and I don't know if your mom's already filed. Have both you have you don't have any idea if your mom's filed or not, right? For 19, I believe she did. It was a little late though. Okay. Late so the fact. Right. So once they get both of those, they're likely to do it. So again, like I was telling the other gentleman, they're issuing um, stimulus all the way up to September. You would qualify for the stimulus, assuming that you made less than, you know, 75,000, you get a hundred percent of the stimulus. Um, And since your mom didn't claim you this year, you will get the 1200 in your pocket, but it may take a little while because in 18, you were her dependent. So they probably looked at 18 right now and did not see you as a viable um, option, you know? Okay. Okay, right, but yeah, it should come. You got it. Thanks. Okay, let's go ahead and just keep the ball rolling. Let's go down to Sally. I'm making poor Taylor go up and down, up and down. Hello, Sally. Hi. What can I do for you? Well, I think in a way you kind of answered, but maybe not. Um, the gentleman you just talked to, I haven't filed taxes for the past two, possibly three years because I just get Social Security. But my okay. daughter is going to college. She's 20 this year. I didn't file taxes last year. She filed as my dependent, uh, and she hasn't got a stimulus check. And I'm wondering, what do we need to do? You need to amend the tax return. Um, okay. She she She's going to have to go back and amend 2018. or Well, I mean, it won't change. She probably didn't have high enough earnings. So in 19, did she file as a dependent as well or hasn't filed her 19s yet or doesn't need to? Haven't filed. We didn't. Okay. We didn't I would file. suggest filing her 19s as soon as possible if she if she if she's required and make sure she doesn't claim herself as a dependent this year. Um, that would clear up. The, oh, the problem oh, I'm there. sorry. She did file 19. She filed for 19 and she claimed herself as a dependent. Of yours? Or uh-huh. she marked the box that said she was a dependent of somebody. Then she needs to yeah. amend. She needs to do a 1040X. And she needs to amend that return, changing the dependency from, uh, you know, being a, a dependent to not being a dependent. Well, she did that because the tax people told her if I would go ahead and file, I would get substantial money back. And I don't know. Well, the the fact is she could file herself as her own. She's 20 years old. Okay. She could get the college credit on her own tax return. Okay. Um, so okay. I'm not too sure I totally agree with whatever that's being said. I don't know the whole story. But um, at this yeah. point, um, you don't have any earnings. So no. you don't. there's no credits available 
to you. So I don't understand. Yeah, I think you want to revisit another question. I couldn't understand why they told her to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I don't think that was All right. Well, I don't think that's a great plan. So I think that she needs to amend her tax return and then put in her college education information so that she might qualify not only for the stimulus, but also possibly for some college credits. Wonderful. Thank you so very much. Do you know where people are that are doing free taxes now? You know, I don't, I don't know if anyone's actually doing face-to-face free taxes this year. I didn't, um, normally we, we hear quite a bit of that, but I don't think there, I think everything that's free is online and you can go to irs.gov and click on that. If you're making less than, I don't know, $50,000 or something, they'll do them for free. Okay. She could do that herself then, right? She should be able to now. Amended returns may require her to download a certain form, but she should be able to handle it herself. Yes. Great. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Thank you for calling Sally. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. Okay. um, Taylor, why don't we take a break here and then we'll come back to our next fall callers. So we've got Alan, Melissa, and Bill, and it looks like we have one more person on there. So as soon as we get all those done, we will come right back, but let's take a break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Friday show. All righty, we are back live in studio. Taylor's doing an awesome job. All right, and we are ready to move forward. So we've got a few more people that's held through the break, so we're going to go ahead and see if we can get right to them. And why don't we go ahead and start with, um, I don't know, uh, Alan. Let's go to Alan. Dr. Friday, thank you very much for taking my call. Fantastic show. Listen to every weekend. The, back to the stimulus part. Uh, yes. We have, I'm W-2, I work uh, and get a W-2. My wife has a business, um, 1099, pretty much everything. She was able to get the PPP, all that good stuff. Back to 18, I filed an extension. We just now sent them back our completed 18. So okay. where does that put us as far as the stimulus, I guess? Perfect. I mean, perfect. I mean, you were able, did you e-file it or mail it? Uh, well, we, <clears throat> the actual did your tax person. filing and, and certified, yes, we, we had to mail it because it was, oh. um, we had to paper mail it. Okay. So, um, all right. So if you mailed it, cause we can actually e-file 17, 18 and 19, but if you had to mail it, I'm going to tell you, I mean, you'll get, as soon as it gets accepted, it's going to take them probably 60 to 90 days to show it in the system. Um, you won't be able to check where your refund is because it's a prior year and that doesn't work only for the current year. Um, so you're, you should be able to be on the list, obviously, as far as, you know, but I would say your stimulus is probably going to be delayed at least, I'm going to go at least 60 to 90 days. I mean, just to be honest, because it's going to take them that long. I filed amended returns and we're seeing that it's taking them that long to process and we have to do those by paper. So unless they move them faster because they're not amended, um, I would expect And the IRS has been a little slow lately, but I think it, hopefully that's, that's going to fix itself. Now, let me ask you, we, we sent it certified paper now and, it, and they denied it, whatever. There's nobody there. So how does that work? Are there, is there somebody there or is it, how, how does that yeah. work? Yeah. 
My understanding is the mailroom was still moving. The question I had was, well, so it's moving out of the mailroom into what? You know, is there big bins yeah. sitting in offices and, you know, eventually they're going to open yeah. those? So, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Again, most of the revenue offices and auditors I'm dealing with are still in and out. I mean, they're working from home, some of them, but they're going in and out to pick up their information. So, you know, there are people and there are things moving, but I'm going to be quite honest with you. I have no idea. Like I said, I've mailed things back in February much and they're not showing received yet as far as in their system when we're checking amended returns. Yep. Perfect. So just be prepared for a little longer wait, but you, it will get to you. And the good news is Alan, no matter what you get ready to file your 19s or whatever. And then when you file 20, I'm just saying if for some reason it just doesn't happen when you do file your twenties, it will come to you as a full credit on that return. I mean, okay. just in Perfect. case. Okay. All right, mate. You're Thanks. Fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Let's go ahead and go to uh, Melissa. And thank you for taking my call. Thanks for calling. Uh, I filed a paper tax return approximately 10 weeks ago. It was mailed okay. on 3-3-20. I've not received my refund. And when I go to IRS.gov, it says to check the filing date and or see the tax preparer. What do I do? Right. Well, and we're getting the same thing. And I'm just telling you, that's, a you know, basically it's not quite been eight weeks, actually, because 320 to 420, 420 to 520, um, give or take, you know, eight around eight weeks. I'm telling people, I mean, just because we have that exact same situation with a couple of ours, they have to be mailed in because of the type of returns. Um, and because they were closed basically the entire month of April, we're seeing that it's just taking longer. So there's nothing you can do. You're just going to have to wait it out. Um, they will get caught up here and then they'll be able to start issuing those refunds and they should eventually show up in the system. But we have proof that they've received them, at least on my side with our cases, we have proof that they've received them. But to be honest with you, Miss Melissa, there, there isn't anything else. You can try calling the 1-800-829-1040 um, number. That's the direct number into the IRS and see if they can give you a status. They will say, yes, it's been received. Um, that way, at least you have the the idea that you know it's been received, right? I mean, the process will then move slowly. It always takes longer to do paper than it does electronic, but um, yeah, it, it. I would say you're looking at, at least another 30 days, personally. Okay, so just keep waiting then. Yes, ma'am. That's what we're doing. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much. Appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. All righty, let's go to Bill. He's been patient enough to wait for me. Thank you, Bill. Yeah, I want... I'm going to ask you about the VA thing. Okay. I, have, I haven't filed taxes in years. I'm 82 already. But I got an email, and I, I don't pay copay at the VA. I haven't paid in 12, 15 years. But mm -hmm. I got an email type thing that they sent my check to them, to the VA. Um, a, any emails you've received are frauds. The IRS, the Social Security, I doubt even VAs are allowing emails to give you that kind of information. I would like be very a cautious. Instead of confirming that, you know, then give me a confirmation number that the VA would be. Yeah, I would be very cautious about anything that came through the Internet. Um, if that's the case, Bill, and I'm not saying that it isn't, I'm just saying if that's the case, you should be able to call someone at the VA and ask them if they're receiving 
stimulus checks. They're not, I mean, they may be sending them to the VA and the VA issuing them directly to you because the VA has your banking information. You know, they're the ones issuing you a monthly uh, stipend or whatever you get for, you know, for your service. Yeah. Um, but um, that is not the way I'm understanding it to be happening. Uh, my understanding is that the VA, which is obviously part of the United States Medical. Treasury, would have that information. So I would just don't do anything with, I mean, be very careful with that email. I would not respond to it. I would not do anything with it. If nothing else, call the VA directly and ask them if they're receiving VA checks. I would say that that was somebody pulling something, looking for something. Be careful with that. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. It should come into your bank. And thank you for your service. Thank you. Thanks buddy. Bye. All right. Skip. What's happening? Skip. I like that name. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I haven't paid my taxes and well, I, I, they owe me money. I don't owe them money okay. in the past couple That's of years. Issue. Yep. I ha- probably three years. Can you not hear me? Yes, I ha- I got you. Yes. Thanks. Oh, oh I'm yeah. so sorry. Um, in, uh, probably three years, I've gotten money out of my retirement early. The problem is due to health and medication, uh, I am just so forgetful about stuff and I don't even know where all the paperwork is that I need. Here's my question. Do I need to call the IRS and explain it to them and throw myself on their mercy? I know they know everything. Or is there a service? I heard about a service on the radio where they can look all that stuff up and take care of it for me. What What was my best option here? Right. Skip, being an EA, we're enrolled agents here, and, and um, we can do that. We can get power of attorney, obtain all the tax documents, file the tax returns. If you're due a refund, we need to make sure if it's 16, 17, and 18, and maybe 16's been filed, but 16 has to be filed before July 15th or you'll lose that refund. Um, okay. 17, 18, and 19, we've got a little bit of a window. Once those are filed, then you would also qualify for the stimulus um, and you know be able to move forward. But you can either call my office or you, I, I would not call the IRS directly. For one, you'll probably pull your hair out by the time you get a hold of them. And they're going right. to tell you, you have to file tax returns, period. You right. got to be in compliance yeah. before they can help you. So um, either that or, you know, a, a good enrolled agent or CPA would be perfect for you. Okay. And what's, and I'm so sorry, I just turned the uh-huh. radio on. What's the name of your company? It's easy. It's drfriday.com. You can go to drfriday.com oh, and all my information is there. I knew. I actually, I knew that. I'm so sorry. No problem. Okay. That's so right, thank good. you so very much. Thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate you very much. All right. Let's go to Scott. I appreciate these calls, guys. I know it's busy out there. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dr. Fry. Thanks for thanks for what what you do for us. Um, no problem. Quick question. My son is a 20 year old. He's always we've always filed him as a dependent since he was you mm-hmm. know since he was old enough to pay taxes, and he we haven't gotten a stimulus check yet. I guess it'll come through the mail paper. Um, if he hasn't, if, if if our accountant hasn't submitted our taxes yet, will he qualify this year if he files as a non-dependent? He will. Um, 19 may be the only year we decide to do that for these kids because they truly are dependents. It's just that it's a kind of a unique year. Um, so if you haven't well, filed is, your actually, 19. This is his first year, this is his first year working, working full oh. time through the summers and things of that nature. So he is more, he is more non-dependent on us. So it's, it's pretty much legit, you know, <laughs> no, no worries. I mean, and there's nothing that says that a person making, I mean, to be honest with you, parents that are sitting there going, well, I, I'm definitely helping. I mean, I pay their car payments. I pay their insurance. I give them a roof over there. You know, the fact is, being a dependent or not, it's usually the opposite. We're having the discussion. Oh no, they're really not a dependent, but people are trying, but 
in answer your question, um, if you haven't filed your 19 and he goes ahead and files his and claims himself as is, is a single individual, um, not as a dependent, then he will get himself on the list. Because right now they're looking probably at 18 and he would not qualify. Obviously, once you guys file 19, you don't claim him, but yet he claims himself, then both of you or whatever will happen in that situation, but it will open him up for a stimulus check at least, depending on your income, you'll either qualify or not. Okay. Can I, while I've got your ear, can I ask one mm-hmm. more thing? Absolutely. With the, with everything extended out three months, does the does the deadline, does the hundred and twenty days pass that if you let's say you owe a significant amount, does it does it extend out also or is everything due three months? Three months out. Right. So, uh, yes. So at this point, we're going to have July 15th, which is our normal April 15th deadline, right? And then we're going to have the October if you're filing an extension. Appreciate you, Dr. Friday. Thanks. No problem. That's great questions. Thank you very much, Scott. All right. Um, We're going to keep going here, but you know what? Um, Looks like it's almost time. And Oh, there's my little message from Taylor. I got to love this guy. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. If you want to join the show, you can at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. There's a lot of calls coming in. I appreciate the calls. And when we get back, we're going to take more of them. This is the Dr. Friday Show, and we'll be right back. As live as we are nowadays in studios, right? Live from the home studio, I guess I should say. All right, let's just keep the phone lines rolling. We have got a bunch of people, and I totally appreciate it. So let's go right to Chris and see if we can help you out. Hey, Chris, what's happening? Hey, uh, Dr. Friday. I would like to – my mother passed away in November of 2019, and we received uh, in her mailbox – uh, a couple of weeks ago, a $1,200 stimulus check, and I've heard different things about what to do with this me check. Too. Could you help me out? I would love to. I'm going to tell you what the IRS is telling me to tell you, which is that you're supposed to return that check with the word void on it. There is a large conversation in the accounting world because it's based on 2019 reconciled on 2020. So the IRS is saying since these individuals will not be filing 2020 returns, they can't reconcile them. Therefore, you need to return that stimulus. There are many out there that are saying that since it's based on 19 and mom is filing taxes on 19 that the estate would be entitled to it. Um, you know, I, 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 I hate to tell people not to do exactly as they're told, because what we don't want is penalties yeah. or, or some sort of interest to come back on us because there's not, I mean, the rulings and in, in the, I mean, they're winging this to be quite honest with you in some ways they're making judgment calls, but at this moment, I'm going to suggest that uh, that people return them, put void on them, send them back uh, to the IRS because the last thing we want is to have an estate held up because of something silly like stimulus money that end up being put in there and then the uh, beneficiaries right. having to write checks back with penalty because it was put into the estate fund. So okay. that would be the safe bet to go with it. But thanks. Great question. Okay. Thanks a lot, Dr. Friday. Have a good day. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to Robert. Robert, what can I do for you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I uh, 
my mother lives with us, and we claim her as a dependent. She's 91, and the only thing she gets is a Social Security check. Uh, like I say, we claim her. Will she get the uh, stimulus check? No, this would be the one year in which you may choose not to claim her. She would have qualified under a non-filer, um, but at this point, they've kind of closed that as well. But um, so, you know, and again, that would be what I would have advised almost the last 20 plus years, a good deduction. Um, but in 2019, they changed the game on us and saying, well, wait a second, we're going to give these checks out. So mom is not going to qualify for a $1,200 check um, unless you don't claim her. And then we would be able to do some sort of uh, stimulus for as a non-filer for your mother. But that would take a little while. You do get the 500 still for her when you claim her. So there's a difference, but not all 1200 Right. Well, it's too late now because I've already filed. <laughs> yeah, and you got the 500, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, it's a, a pretty straight way to go about it. But um, again, Robert, I would have been advising people every day of the week. That's a great deduction under normal situations. So go for it. Stick to the basics. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, goodbye. All right, <laughs> let's hit Chris in Goodlettsville. What can we have on that one, Chris? Hey, Dr. Friday, I want to ask you a question. My little nephew worked. He was underage. He was 16, 17, and 18, but still a student in school. And he worked and made extra money for gas and running money. Well, his mom was on Social Security disability, but she got a little check for both of the children because she still had them at home. Well, now Social Security had wrote the mother and told her because of the little guy working, she had to pay some money back. Well, she Mm -hmm. never did. But then the child claimed his income tax, and they took his money. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm going to make a wild guess that there was no taxes filed during the time that they did this um, because he should have claimed the Social Security benefits that was received under his name um, as part of his income, you know, just as if you're on social security in any other way. So it, no matter, I mean, it's not age appropriate. It's basically if that child goes to work and they're still under the social security from their mother or, or someone that's passed away, sometimes a, a parent, um, then they, there is a p- potential for taxes. So he, he had to have made, you know, more than $6,000. I'm making a guess to have this right. triggered, but, but, um, you know, in theory, he needs to, go back. And I would actually suggest the possibility of going back and making sure he files all the proper years because um, that way he knows how much money, you know, there's been assessments done possibly for him, but he's going to be, it's under his social security. So he's the one that's going to actually be paying the bill back at this point because mom's not filing taxes. Right. But even though he was a minor, they could come the, back and take it from him abs- after? Absolutely. Because he's the one working and it's under his Social Security. Again, it doesn't make a difference if you're over or under certain ages. It all deals with the age he's old enough to work. He's old enough to pay taxes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Thank you. You uh-huh. Thank you. you too. Bye. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you. All right. Let's go ahead and head right down to Alan. Yes, that's Friday. Hey, hey bud. Uh, hey, how you doing? Um, Good. I have a situation with my nephew where uh, I've been to claim I've been claiming him as a dependent, but he just filed his eighteen and nineteen returns and filed those returns saying that he was that 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 he was my dependent, or however you 
put that. Okay. He, okay, so go ahead. he was waiting on his twelve hundred dollar check, and he just found out he wasn't going to get it because of that. Because he was right, uh, right. So no you know, he can amend a tax return. I haven't filed nineteen yet, or even eighteen. And uh, can he go back and do a, an amended and get his check by doing that? Since I haven't yes, filed, yes, exactly. Exactly. So um, 18 would not make a difference. He can say whatever, you know, what he had there. And then in 19, he can amend or wait till he files his 20 and he would get it then because it's reconciled on our 20s. Uh, but I would just suggest possibly amending 2019. Um, and then that way, then he uh, would eventually, you know, it won't be fast because amending returns you have to mail. So he's looking at least 90 days or more before that would even happen. But he could amend his 2019, claim himself as an individual, and then, um, you know, qualify for the stimulus. Okay. And uh, he just filed the 19 about a week and a half ago. I guess he could just hurry it up. Maybe that would help a little. But it's going to be 90 days anyway. Yeah, because the amended return, the 1040X that he has to do to correct that uh, situation is going to take at least 90 days, maybe more, but at least 90 days to get into the system. And then, then he's got to get into the stimulus check system. So yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen quickly. Just prepare him for that. It's not going to be something that's going to happen fast. Is it all right for him to change the address as well on his amended? Absolutely. He can amend return and uh, he can do the 8822 or he include it with that or um, on the 1040X. I believe one of the questions says is, you know, are you changing your address or your filing status? So um, he would. Yeah, he can do the 8822 by itself. That would be an address change, but he needs to do the 1040X for the filing status change. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. So let's go to Jim. Jim, I think we have a few minutes here. What can we do for you? All right. Um, my my son, my daughter is 17 years old, and she is a she is on our taxes, and they send her $500 stimulus anyway. Do we need to return that? We kept well. A, a, and according to what we had read in the beginning, if the IRS makes a mistake of sending it to you, it is going to be something that they they aren't going to come back and ask. Because in 18, which is possibly what they used to eventually get it, she was only 16. Um, but again, you know, the question is going to be, and I don't have the perfect answer, Jim. My answer is going to be wait till 2020 and it will reconcile itself out or they're going to allow the heirs to go that direction. Um, but I wouldn't, I mean, I would not return it. Okay, we set it aside. We didn't spend it or anything. We set yeah, it aside just I, in case. So. Perfect, yeah. I, I think you'll be fine, but I think you'll reconcile it next year, and who knows what they'll do on that element. But um, my understanding is they're going to do nothing. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, that is it. It sounds like the music is rolling. So if you need to uh, reach me, you can Monday morning at 615-367-0819. 615-367-0819. You can also email Friday 